Okay, welcome everybody to another edition of Drunk Agile. With us as always in the background, the star of the show, Nisha. Hi, sweetie. She moved. You could she have did. seen she that. Did. That's, that's, that, that's excitement, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and and uh, uh, her, her trusted companion, the Yogi Bear of Agile. Pratik Singh. Pratik Singh. Um, you remember you got to fit in a Yogi Bearism this week. We got, I know, we, we got I know. one last week, but the week before, I think we missed. So, um, and, and my name is Daniel Vacanti. So thank you everyone for taking time out and joining us. Pratik, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am back to the weather foolproof. I will be very, very unhappy when this thing. That's, yeah, that's a good one. When this bottle kicks the bottle. That's a good one. But yeah. hmm, I'll have to find this again. That's where yeah. I am, 57%, beautiful. Uh, I'm back on the Blantons, so uh, very, very happy with this. Um, every every time I drink it, I think I, I taste a little something different, which is uh, which is good. So yeah. this is a 93 proof, uh, but I, I think I was telling you before, this is um, tonight, for whatever reason, it's tasting a little bit more caramelly than usual, So, um, which is good. It's not necessarily it's bad. Great thing. whiskey. Yeah. Um, cheers, everybody. Cheers. We've already been into it, by the way, so <laughs> you have to catch up. If you're at home, catch up. It will make the conversation even more interesting. <laughs> um, we were talking. We were talking before we started recording, and um, uh, I, I, I want to introduce a myth that, that's come up. I, I thought it had disappeared, uh, but it seems to it seems to keep coming back. We're playing, kind of like playing whack-a-mole with this thing, with, with this myth. So I'll introduce it, and then Pratik, I, I'd like you to comment on it uh, or start us off by commenting on it anyway. And it's this it's this idea of you know, on a Kanban board, or when you have a Kanban board, and let's say specifically you've got, you're showing flow on your Kanban board from left to right. Of course, you don't have to do it that way, but let's say that that's what you're doing. Uh, a big myth is that you cannot, in a situation like that, you cannot show items flowing backward, or you cannot have items move backward on your board. So everything has to go from left to right. You can't have anything go from, from right to left. Pratik, what do you say to that? What do, what, do, what do you think about that? Yeah, uh, uh, you kind of already gave away the punchline there by calling it a myth. <laughs> <laughs> but in <Sorry>. any case, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that 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 truly is a myth. Things can move backward. There are specific conditions under which things can move backwards, um, but it is absolutely a myth that things cannot move backwards. Uh, if you go back and watch uh, the cumulative flow diagram a video that we did, you would see how the way we talk about building a cumulative flow diagram will accommodate that and not make you bring it, build it wrong or not. Because many times I've even heard that being used as, well, that, if, if that happens, then wouldn't the line go down? Right. It won't if you're building it correctly. So Yeah, if you count for it. Well, okay, so let's, let, why don't you start us off by talking about because uh, we'll come back and maybe hit the myth a little bit more directly on the head. Mm -hmm. But if you can start us off by talking about what, before we can dispel the myth, what are, what are some basics of, of Kanban board design or what are some things that we have to have in place uh, so that we can understand why this moving backward thing is a myth? So can, can, yep. can you start to help us out, out there? Um, again, another previous video reference. Uh, I think it was episode 16 when we talked about uh, establishing your workflow. One of the things that we talked about when, when we're talking about establishing your workflow was this, this idea of having exit criteria on, on each column in your workflow. 
where exit criteria is a list of criteria that need to be met. Take a drink, everybody. Take a drink. <laughs> before a card can exit that column. It's a, it's a, it's a list. It's, it's usually a bullet pointed list of all the things that happen, need to happen to a work item before it can leave that column. Yeah, if, <laughs> I'm having a hard time thinking straight now. Um, but yeah, if, if you're, if you if you do Scrum, you know one one, mm -hmm. one way to think about this. It's not the only way to think about it, but one one way to think about this is you know in, in Scrum you have this notion of definition of done, and a lot of people I think um, potentially incorrectly think about definition of done is everything that happens you know at the end to make sure that this thing is done. Well, essentially what you're talking about is you know, kind of taking that definition of done and spreading it across your mm -hmm. workflow. There are, there are elements of your definition of done that you have to, uh, that you have to complete along the way, such that when it hits the end of your workflow, we know that we've hit, hit all of these elements. Uh, by the way, a shout out to my, my good friend, Summer Lawrence, who, who taught me the whole spreading of the whole spreading of yep. definition of done metaphor. Um, I guess it's, uh, it's an expression in some parts of America. They talk about it's better if spread or something. I don't know, whatever. Somebody leave a comment if you've heard that, that expression before. Yeah, and, and, and to take that a step further, it's kind of like the definition of done for each stage in your workflow. Right. This, this thing can only move forward from this stage, pretending that anything after that is done, is a done stage if these things were done. And, and there's a nuance that I'm going to steal your thunder here. There's a nuance to that that I, you always like to pull, to point out in our trainings. It's that it's not to say that those um, those done criteria met in that column alone. Those done criteria could be met, you know, yeah. earlier on in the yeah. workflow. We just want to say by the time it gets here, these things have to be accomplished for the uh, for 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 the item to move forward. Yeah. It's uh, probably let's 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 uh, because we've been waving our hands and talking in these terms a little bit. Let's let's get a little concrete. Let's say let's say you have a column on your workflow called um, coding. Let's call it that. Oh, whatever. So it's a, it's a terrible name, but we'll use it. That's whatever. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And then ready to test, and then test, and then done. Let's say that's your workflow. Something in coding or whatever in that in that name in that column, you will probably have exit criteria that says. Someone wrote the code, someone reviewed the code, the code was checked in, um, the code passed all unit tests. CI is green, all, yeah, CI all is of that green, stuff. Okay, yeah. All those things. And then in that testing column, you'll probably have criteria that, hey, we all the acceptance criteria had, had integration tests written for them. Uh, someone tested all of these things and all the test cases we had written were documented, they were, and they passed. And it was demoed to a product representative to say that this thing actually works the way we expect it to work. Those will be the exit criteria for the test column. Now, sorry, and just very quickly, that sound what Pratik went through sound pretty involved. But what we're really talking about is just just a, a few yeah. bullet points, right? Bullet that, points. That's really what we're talking about. Yeah. Two or three, maybe four bullet points per column of th these. These are the things that should happen. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, no. So the point that Dan was making earlier is. Just because you are in that coding development, whatever you want to call it, does not mean you cannot start writing test cases. You cannot start doing that work. You, the, the only thing that matters in this case is if, if 
all those things are done, this card can move forward. It does not mean that things from future cannot be done now. Okay. So um, we're, we're, we're kind of, we're quite literally begging the question. Actually, the, yeah. the, the original form of, of begging the question um, here with this argument. So why, why, is that, why is it so important for us to understand, you know, that the steps in our workflow have to have these, you know, these, these exit criteria, these finished criteria, whatever you want to, why is that so important when it comes to talking about items flowing backward? Why, why, why did we just waste five minutes of people's lives talking about exit criteria? Um, that, for, how do I say this without another Yogi Bearism? Do it, do it. <laughs> there's, there's no law that says you can't do two per episode, right? Yeah, so the reason exit criteria is so important, especially when it comes I can't, to I can't wait, method, hold on, let me get ready. Okay. Is if that criteria was not met, and something move forward, it means it should have never exited that column. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it, it can't exit because it hasn't exited. It can't exit <laughs> is that, because is that, is that what you're saying? It it should never have moved on. It should when we discover that, for example, the example we used earlier, um, one of the things that 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 Dan added to that list was CI is green. We checked this code in and we were like, I'm done with this, moving it forward. Someone's gonna pick this up for test. But then the next morning I come in and CI is red. For some reason I left, I went home without checking if CI is green. We don't do that. But <laughs> if uh, we come back the next day, CI is red. At that point, because CI is green was a part of our exit criteria for the coding column. And I already pushed this forward to ready to test because it should, it never met the exit criteria. It means that this thing should probably be pulled back into that coding column and we should find out what we need to do to make that exit criteria be satisfied. Right. So let's, let's distinguish between a, a couple of cases because uh, oh, oh, I'm, I'm hopefully people followed, followed what you said because I interrupted you like five times. Um, the, the basic premise of what you're saying is it's, it's absolutely okay, in fact, probably more than okay, probably warranted to move an item backward if it was a mistake to have moved it forward to yep. begin with. Perfectly okay, we recognize, hey, we made a mistake, we missed an exit criteria, or this thing was just for whatever reason not ready to move forward, absolutely move it back. A common question that we get in our classes, and, and again, continuing on the software metaphor, and I, I apologize, I mean, obviously, this, this can apply to any context, it's not Anything. necessarily software. Yeah. But if we take that, that you know, coding and testing example that you were talking about. A lot of people think that, oh, well, it's in, it's in testing and test has found a bug and we need a developer to, uh, to correct this bug. Well, since the developer is working on it, that means that the item has to move back to the coding step because that's where, that's where all our coders do their work. Why, why is that not a good, not, why is that not what you're talking about before? Yeah, so, the reason, the base reason it's not what we were talking about is that item did still meet all the exit criteria for the coding column. That's the basic reason. Um, the more involved reason, and this is what you alluded to when you said just because the developer is working on it, 
it's if you have a test column, the point of that, and I'm stealing your thunder now, the point of the test column is to find and fix bugs. Otherwise, what's the point of even having it? So it met all the criteria of the coding column. So that's why it doesn't need to move back. Right. Yeah. And, and, and this is, I think, where, where most, when, when people say items should move backward, I think this is where they're coming from is generally speaking in flow, you want to fix errors where you find them. That's, that's, and the reason you want to do that is because over time we want to see, hey, you know, if, if stuff is constantly getting stuck in tests, like stuff is taking forever in test. Um, and you know, we, we should be able to go and do a little bit of analysis on that and, and, and see this. Well, why is it taking forever in test? Well, it's taking forever in test because we're finding all of these bugs. Why are we finding all of these bugs? Well, it turns out that our exit criteria in coding are insufficient or deficient or all of the above, right? And, you know, just, just anything. And maybe if we tweaked our policies a little bit coming out of, out of development, that would, that would take a lot of the stress off a test um, so, so that so the items aren't, aren't spending so much. So anyway, the, the point is, that's generally speaking why in, in flow terms, you, you want to fix problems where you find them is because that's, that's going to surface those types of improvement, improvement conversations. Um, however, <laughs> that, that data is skewed if we know for a fact that we have violated our own policies, right? If, if we know that, um, you know, example I like to use, that's not a good example, but I use it anyway. If, you know, if an item had 28 acceptance criteria and when it gets to test, we realize that really only four of those acceptance criteria were met. Obviously an item should never have 28 acceptance criteria. That's maybe a, a future video. Another right? why, video. <laughs> why, why items should not have, but anyway. But if it gets to test, it's like only four of these acceptance criteria are met. Well, you know, obviously this thing's not finished. Why is it in test? Move it back. But if all 28 acceptance criteria are met, but there's a bug, you know, that's, that's, that's a different story. And, and I can see where people might be, might mm -hmm. be confused because it can get fairly nuanced fairly quickly. You know, at the end of the day, the team just has to use its, its best judgment. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I'm, I, as we're talking through it, I'm kind of remembering some of the conversations I've had about this in the past. And I think we're getting more towards the root of why the myth even exists. Um, the, the myth, I believe for, in most of my conversations, I've found the myth exists because um, folks equate stages with people, not, they equate stages with who works there rather than what happens there. Uh, and that, that, that's what, that's why I think a lot of people say, no, we don't move back because it's not about who's working on this. It's about what's happening on it. So, uh, but again, as we have talked about it so far, it's not uh, a hard and fast rule about who and what. <laughs> yep. Um, the other, uh, you, you just reminded me, I don't, I don't know why that you just reminded me of this, but the, the, the other kind of, kind of fairly trivial example, but yet very real example is, you know, maybe you're working in a tool like Jira mm -hmm. and um, you mean to pull an item forward and, and you meant to grab item one, two, three, but you just accidentally grabbed item four, five, six. And you pull it forward and you start working on it. Maybe you work on it for a day or two before you realize, oh my God, I, I thought I was working on one, two, three, but I'm working on four, five, six. Imagine if you had your Jira instance locked down and you couldn't move stuff backward. Um, that's, yeah. again, that's, that's a very, very trivial example, but it happens all the time, all the time. Mm -hmm. I did it 50,000 times when I was a developer, I know that. Um, and so of course, in that, in that instance, it's perfectly reasonable to move item four, five, six backward and uh, pull item one, one, two, three forward. 
yeah again this there aren't there aren't any hard and fast rules except for the ones that the team sets up yeah the team yeah. because the team has the ability to go in and investigate the exit criteria to find out hey was that actually the right thing to do right so so yeah so that's i mean that's I guess at a, at a fairly high level or even a fairly detailed level, why we don't move, move, why, why it is, it is okay. Um, I guess the final thing we should, we should, we should say is generally speaking, moving an item backward should be, you know, kind of the last thing you consider rather than the first thing you consider, unless it's completely obvious that, you know, this is the wrong thing, but I mean, you know, um, people, when people tell you don't move stuff backward, I think their heart is in the right place. Um, but just remember we live in the real world and in the real world, people make mistakes, and it is okay to correct those mistakes by by moving stuff stuff backwards. So, what I don't know what else what else do you have to add? Well, one of one of the things that you touched upon it earlier is, uh, but I think is is worth mentioning and and worth mentioning in a little more detail, is it's okay to move things backwards, but what's not okay is to not have the conversation about what allowed you to move this thing forward when it should not have been moved forward? Have the conversation about the exit criteria to say, okay, we, you know, obviously mistakes happen, mistake was made. How do we prevent the mistake in the future? Especially if it's one of those things where one of those exit criteria have been violated. That sounds like a good enough last word to me. I don't know, is there, is there anything else? I mean, I think we, we, we've done a pretty good job with this one. I don't I know think what, so. Yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's, there's much on. That, that wraps it up nicely, yeah. Huh? Nisha thinks, though. Nisha, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't have any other shut, words. <laughs> shut up. People, shut up. She's, so, I don't know if you can see how she's... Oh, now she's up. Yeah. She was holding that bone that's right in front of her. Oh. It was just like, that's my bone and no one else can have it. So, so with that, for, for Nisha and the Yogi Bear of Agile... Um, Hopefully you've enjoyed why moving items backward on the Kanban board is a myth. Um, please leave a comment. You know, please please let us know what you think. Ask ask a question. By the way, this 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 uh, conversation was inspired was inspired mm -hmm. yet again by by you know other um, viewers who have had had some questions. So please please uh, leave those questions with us, and we will try to get through them as much as possible. So for for the star of the show, Nisha, for the Yogi Bear of Agile, Pratik Singh. My name is Daniel Vacanti. Again, thanks so much for, for joining us on this episode of Drunk Agile, and we will see you in the next video. Good night, yeah. everybody. Cheers.